again. Good to see you too. Yeah, I... Loki, I want to introduce you to... I'm Ouroboros. Nice to meet you, Loki. Ouroboros. Ouroboros. But he calls me Obi. Uh, yeah, I call him Obi. That's like a nickname I have. Yeah. Wow. How long has it been? How long has it been? Uh, could it be three or four? Four hundred years. What? Feels like a thousand, right? Yeah. Remember, you got off on the wrong floor, and I told you it was the wrong floor. Wait, that's right. Yes, because then I stayed for a little bit. He took me no, over. No, you left immediately. Well, I'm back. Yes, you are. Hello, and behold our glorious purpose. We're back with a bit of a time delay from the, the beginning, but we're back for Loki Season 2, or as we're calling it, Keeping It Loki Season 2. I'm Ethan. And my name's Ian. And we're back. It's been about a year, I think, two years since we did Loki Season <laughs> it really 1. Been that long? Yeah. Uh, I'm re realizing it's been a year since we last did a, an MCU thing and that was Dancing in the Moon Night. And I'm using oh. that to sort of jump into, because uh, we had a talk about whether we were going to do this or not with uh, like future MCU stuff, but we both liked Loki the most. And also it's the only show to have a second season. So it, it's fun to do this. Oh, again. I'll be honest with you, dude. It's the, I don't think I've got, I've watched them. I got like one episode into Ms. Marvel. I didn't yeah. watch any of what was it called? Secret Secret Invasion. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it. I can't even tell you what it's called. So Yeah. That um, was actually my first, my my like my my icebreaker here was yeah. where are you feel I had three things, which was where are you feeling in the MCU? The second one, which we're kind of going into now is where are you on MCU TV? Marvel Disney oh, Plus see, it's TV. Well, we can kind yeah. of a bit of overlap in all this stuff, man. I'm yeah. really fatigued. I'm really mm. fatigued. Um if I didn't do the pod, I don't think Marvel Cinematic. I, mean, I still haven't seen Black Panther too. Mm. Um, that was the last one. I haven't. I haven't seen Ant Man. I've not seen seen um, Ant Man because 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 I was invested in yeah. well, a face that we see a lot of today. So I'll I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll leave that yeah. be for now. <laughs> um, but no, so I haven't seen that. Uh, but if it wasn't for the that was just because I got really busy or we were all really busy or mm. something was going on around that. It, time. it was it was Christmas time. It was like December. Oh, it was Christmas time. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, I caught it on Disney Plus in like February. Yeah, and then and then that's the weird thing is once I missed my window, I'm like, because eh, I watch so little, I watch so few films that aren't for the pod these days. Yeah, um, not that it feels like work, but just <laughs> it's that thing about you know, okay, well we'll catch it maybe when the third one comes out, I'll watch the second one. But you know, if someone says I really have to watch it again with the story for the yeah. next big thing, maybe I would. But like I don't know, like I've got comic book movie fatigue. I've got sequel fatigue, which yeah. seems to be like everywhere. Everyone's got every you know. I'm, I'm not unique in that capacity. If it wasn't for the pod, I probably wouldn't catch any of it. Uh, if it's an MCU film, I'll try and catch it as long as it's not. Yeah, we're not ridiculously busy, which I guess we must have been yeah. during Black Panther too, because I, I, surely I, I would have caught in, that. Yeah, I caught it in February because it came to Disney Plus, and I was like. I kind of went through like a little thing before Black Panther appeared because I was I was behind on on phase I think was it phase yeah we're phase we're in phase five now but it was phase four so I watched I try to catch up so you know Black Widow Eternals um, 
She-Hulk, all that. I like Miss Marvel for a point. I miss Kamala Khan's one of my favorite characters in comic books, so I, I watch that more as a fan of of comic books than the MCU. And uh, my investment was a slow decline because it was good for the first two and then delved into stuff that I didn't like. But that's fine. Um, I kind of, I've used Black Panther kind of as my jumping off point. I've seen a lot of people say Guardians 3 is a really good jumping off point for you to go, you can step oh. away and this is this is a good finale. I think you said that on um, on the Seattle Skip It. I am very clever. I do say things like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, no, you know what? I was as you said it. I was like, that's actually a really good point. And then when you gave me credit for it, I was like, oh, that explains why I think it's so clever. But yeah, Wakanda Forever was my is was kind of because they're like it deals with the fallout of Chadwick Boseman, the child is passing, and they kind of go with that. And granted, I was invested in Namor because I love Namor as a, as a character. He was the first ever Marvel uh, superhero from like 1939 when they were still timely comics, so that was cool. And then Tanok Herta, I got arrested for for awful things. So so again, my investment there is gone because they're not going to continue that, I guess. Um, but yeah, like I, I also I'm a DC. I've become a DC guy. Uh, that's a fight. Okay, okay. let's be honest here, because you try to fight this label I've given you as the contrarian. Um, yeah. I might call you the maverick, but it sounds a little too, <laughs> little too cool. Contrarians. I'm, too, I'm not cool enough for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but oh, so when I say DC, I mean comics, not movies. Oh, I still, okay. I still, okay. I, 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 I still don't care for the Snyderverse. I try to go back and watch. It. I went. Oh, I hate this because I love Superman and I don't like their Superman. But yeah, I watched the Batman. Batman was good. Um, I don't care for their cinematic unit. There's like three shows they're making. Yeah, I mean, cool, I, I guess the Penguin show with with Colin Farrell again. Fine. I'll, yeah. I'm just reading. Com- if I want comic book content, I'm now going back to reading comics. Like, like I'm being honest. I'm looking at the sched that at yeah. the, that Marvel's got. I mean, I'll just read them really quickly. The Marvels, dead, the Marvels, Deadpool three, Captain America, Brave New World, Thunderbolts, Blade, and that's Phase five. Then we're into Fantastic Four. That's probably the next one that I have any real interest in. I love and the Fantastic that's, Four. That's not even big. It's just me going. Can they not screw this one up? <laughs> And then we're, and we're then, not a good, a good one. And then we're into Avengers and Avengers, and I'm okay. And I'm yeah. on, I'm on board for those. I'm and on board. I'm, I'm totally on board for those shows. You got all your your what ifs, your Spider Man, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's what the those are apparently supposed to tie in now. Um, yeah, I'm I I'm excited. I was excited for Marvels in the sense that I really like Miss um, Marvel, and I think Captain Marvel is an all right film. Uh, Monica Rambeau was probably my favorite part of One Division. But uh, apparent my interest dropped because they went, you need to watch because this is a, not a sequel to Captain Marvel. It's a sequel to Secret Invasion. Yeah. And I didn't watch Secret Invasion for multiple reasons because it oh. didn't look that good to me. Um, also, there was, I don't know if you saw there was a lot of bullshit with they, they used AI to make the uh, the intro, which was looked terrible. Nah, that's it. Um, yeah, no, nah, it, it was it was in it everything it's also like a genuine general consensus with everyone that it just wasn't good and then i having a thing um also the the whole multiverse thing has gotten people kind of over in their head that everything needs to be connected now which isn't fun i'm a star wars guy and i and i yeah. i hated the interconnectedness of boba fett and all that ahsoka was the only one that seemed to be by itself i mean come we're gonna put up with multiverse stuff for about three and yeah. a half years 
60 films i think link them all together apparently. once we get to secret wars I, my, my my thing's always been secret wars is going to cause the whole thing to blow up and then we can start the whole thing again and we can yep. start with iron man and it's a it's a logical way to reboot and so you because it's not about iron man it's not about captain america because that's that's just that's just the suit it's about yeah. can we tell the tony stark story again can we tell the steve rogers story again in the way that batman gets to constantly reinvent itself yeah. um now the batman's never been as big as as the avengers have been and if you're not gonna end it with um endgame then you end it with secret wars and then you blow yeah. it all up and you can go small again and you can figure out what you want it to be well secret um, wars is where i jumped off of marvel comics like all the like, 2015 because also the thing that concerns me with Secret Wars, and I don't want to be like, oh, I've read comics, so I know the story. Secret Wars is a celebration of the Fantastic Four and Doctor Doom. That's a culmination there. I don't know who you get there, because the whole thing, it is a Reed Richards Doctor Doom story, and we currently have neither of those. So yeah. if if they still go down that road, which they seem to be doing, um, your current players, you've got uh, Namor. No, you don't anymore, because he's in prison. Um, I guess Kang, for now. Well, we'll talk and, about him as we go yeah, through. We'll, yeah, we'll talk about that later. But so, we sound really uh, curmudgeoned it, about it's, this. It's, it's but, really weird yeah. to lead with this on, a, on yeah. an intro, dude. But I just want to say, this is the most ironic thing that I'll say, and yeah. it kind of ties into the point you're making, which is the biggest mistake I feel that Disney made was putting the MCU behind a paywall that's called Disney Plus. I say this ironically, as I have Disney Plus, and we're <laughs> going to do season two of Keeping It Low-Key. Um, yeah. yeah, I... Uh, but but Loki's Loki's the one he's the, he's the he's the girlfriend I just can't seem to get over <laughs> in a sense if the MCU has burned me like a bad relationship Loki is the mistake I keep making it's the it's the oh come on it'll be different this time and I'm like oh all yeah. right all right here we go it's also the only show that has like an actual TV showrunner uh, there was a there was an article that came out today and I, I I'm, I'm I'm not prepared enough to go through it because I was doing research of other stuff and it, it doesn't really matter to this show um but Marvel's kind of, they kind of, I brought up the TV thing because they went, we need to rework how we're doing this. Also, because the writer's uh, strike has affected how their writing rooms are. Yeah. They didn't have any TV showrunners. They had producers, no showrunners. And uh, Secret Wars was like the linchpin, basically, because they were changing stuff up until like release date, essentially, with things. And it, the script was all over the place. So I think hopefully moving forward with a more, uh, I don't know, larger writing room or just more diverse in sense of like ideas, concepts, and how to pilot it. May, may, maybe we get more Lokis. May, I, I don't know if I'm dropping the hat, the the hint there or whatever, but Loki was the my my most uh, positive show when during Phase Four. Oh, I I'm, think, sure, I'm trying to remember what I said. I think I've always said Loki's been my number one to this point. I think. Yeah, you you hated the the second to last episode like phenomenally. Oh, that was a um, long man. Yeah, man. If you've gone back and checked any of that out, good on you. No, I just, just got, I got a memory on me. I'm just noticing you grow, man. We're both growing our hair out, but you're so much further along than I am. I haven't cut. I haven't uh, like. I've let my hair grow since March. Wow. No, yeah, it was. It was just after I went to Star Wars Celebration. Uh, now I'm, I'm going back into my little, my little shaggy yeah. uh, era, which is fun. And you've got uh, are those new glasses? Those thick rim things? 
No, same, same glasses. No, which is a look. reminder I need. I need to get new glasses. That's a good look. No, no, no. Th- yeah. Thicker glasses work on you. Yeah, it's, it's a good thing. I don't know how I feel old. Like we're, we're putting this off. Well, that's all right. In the 90s, early 2000s, I was all about the thin rimmed glasses. And I think as I've aged, I've gone, mm. no, no. As someone who's got almost translucent eyebrows that almost don't exist <laughs> on my face. So, and very, like, you can't see them eyelashes. So I look like vanilla Shrek if. Uh, if I have no glasses and when I shave my head for for that for that musical, I really they look like Vanilla Shrek. Um, then yeah, so I'm all about framing the face, uh, just mm-hmm. as we tr- use this to frame the episode that is Loki. <laughs> I'm gonna hand over hosting duties back to you because uh, I said to Ethan just before we went on, the, on on thing, I was like, dude, I remember nothing from season one of Loki, like like like, like almost nothing. Like when you said that I hated the penultimate episode, I'm like, what? Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah I did hate that. <laughs> But I remember I Loki a season one. Recap, I remember he. Who, I remember he who remains. Okay, if you got yeah. if you got another thing, yeah, because I yeah. remember there was there was whole characters. I was like, oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I remember anything. I remember. Yeah, you go ahead. So uh, I'm also stealing most of this from because at the beginning of uh, season two we do get a recap, but it's a pretty poor. <laughs> I recap needed more. <laughs> I needed so yeah, it was much a pretty, more. It was a pretty poor recap because yeah. I, I was like, I, I've been making my own for the podcast. I went. Screw it, this is like 40 seconds. I'll use that for our intro, that's fine. But basically, to jog you up to speed of season one, meet Loki. Loki from Endgame, but not the Loki that you know, a Loki from uh, an alternate version of the 2012 Avengers film. Yes. Steals the Tesseract from uh, 2023 Tony Stark before he dies. Oh, we're in 2023 now, that's magical. Apparently, uh, it's October, and uh, it's this month that Tony Stark dies. Oh, really? We've okay. caught up with Avengers Endgame and nothing's changed. Uh, but so he transports to a place, gets taken by uh, the TVA, the Time Variance Authority. And it's this 1950s. Wow, aren't we cool kind of uh, timekeeping people? Because there's one sacred timeline. And we have Miss Renslayer, played by um, Guru Mbatha-Ra. And she is uh, Trish. Uh, Martha's sister in Doctor Who. That's my only connection because this is a very timey-wimey episode. Anyway, we meet Mobius. That's Owen Wilson. He likes jet skis. Remember that for later today. Yeah. And uh, turns out that Mobius wants the help of this magic Loki who's about to get killed or pruned from the timeline. And he wants this Loki to find another Loki. But this Loki is a girl called Sylvie. Anyway, Sylvie hates the TVA and is actively trying to kill all the TVA because they ruined her life and purged her life. So she's been on the run for, I don't know, like 400 years? I don't know, time's weird here. There is no time, apparently. Anyway, Loki falls in love with Sylvie because it's a very Loki thing to do, and they realize they have a bond. But a part of this, Sylvie wants to find out who the timekeepers are, the mystical deities who control what is the sacred timeline, essentially the MCU. It's robots, lizard robots, that turned out to be piloted by someone called He Who Remains, played by Jonathan Majors. We'll catch up with him in a little bit. Anyway, He Who Remains says, Fun fact, I wanted you guys to appear here the whole time. You have two options, kill me or not, and take control. Because if I die, worse versions of me appear. Watch Ant-Man 3. You'll think if it's worse or better. Who knows? Anyway... Sylvie boots Loki out, sends him to a new area, and kills he who remains. And he says, I'll see you soon. Ominous, as the timeline branches out into multiple timelines. Watch What If, or Spider-Man, I don't know. 
Then Loki comes back and sees Owen Wilson and B-15, who B-15's had her own little plotline where she's discovered that none of them matter and they're variants and they're all on the sacred timeline. Reality's not real, their god is a lie. And they see Loki and go, who are you? And Loki looks and sees a big Kang statue. And that's where we ended in 2021. Yep, are I, we caught up? I saw Planet of the Apes once. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Everything I said it is going to get uh, changed in 30 seconds. Just you wait. Marvel logo. It's Jonathan Majors. I wrote a note here say, uh, before I even started my note saying, I'm going to wait till Jonathan Majors appear before we talk about anything. Two seconds passed. Well, there's a, there's a, what do you mean by this Jonathan Majors? Like as far as like the recap or as far as the. In the episode, we opened with Jonathan Majors' face as a statue. As a statue. Okay. That was yeah, it. Yeah, as, yeah. As, as a statue. So yeah, a nice close up. So they, I mean, they've had time to think about it now. They ain't budging. Yeah. They ain't budging. They're until, which is an interesting thing culturally, because we're going yeah. all right. Uh, we need, we need there to be a, uh, a court verdict, I guess, which, yeah. which the court verdict is the 25th of this month, actually, which so I applaud. I, guess, I, yeah. I applaud that. Uh, you've got to think they got a plan B ready just in case. I'd assume so. Tanak Huerta is basically gone at this point. I don't know if they'll recast him. He's in jail. Um, that one was pretty like that. The Tanak Huerta one was like, I don't know who this is. Cut. I don't know who this is uh, so or what this is. He was the the villain of uh, Black Panther two. Oh, okay. Where he, yeah, he he played a guy called Namor. Man, they're having a uh, rough go with the Black Panther series. I'm having a. I'm also just a terrible time because he's he's one of my favorite uh, anti heroes in Marvel. What a terrible time. Okay. But yeah, he he did some very terrible things. Uh, I recommend reading the the articles because I am not the articulate person who can explain a very uh, sensitive subject like that. But that's been dealt with. Okay. Um. And we are now no, basically no longer seeing seeing that man again. I don't. Uh, Marvel have basically kind of cut ties. Jonathan Majors is a different situation because that's still going on, and it's very, very complicated and nuanced. Is the only way that I can describe it because yeah. it's confusing as hell, and everyone's saying different things. And oh boy, the internet really likes to uh, kind of choose something, cherry pick here and here what means what because uh, they'll choose like. Uh, lawyer statements and go that's fact when the lawyer says yeah. my client is innocent when the lawyer does their job that means that's fact but when the other lawyer does the, their job that's not so i'm, gonna I'm do something crazy yeah i'm not gonna go yeah. tribalistic on this i'm just gonna let let them figure it out and yeah. uh yeah it, it doesn't always look good he appeared in a weird video uh last week where that uh, not last last month where there were these two girls fighting and it looks very staged um but there are these two <laughs> girls fighting and he appears like guys guys fighting's wrong you shouldn't fight fighting's wrong and like it, it could be real and i kind of hope it is because it's like some weird disney channel thing but i think he he's disappeared from like the public image and when he does he's like saving a cat or stopping fighting so i think he's 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 definitely trying to like improve his image uh i'm waiting till october 25th i guess um before like the 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 full thing comes out it's a confusing oh. thing but right now we're on loki, loki. I guess, yeah we'll, we'll we'll go as we whatever but either way uh, makes but the, but, but more the opening me. shot, it is yeah. the statue. Yeah. All right. It's the presence, I guess. We're, we're going to answer that question. We're not going to have it hanging yeah. over our heads. There it is. It's there. Yeah. And uh, we pan out and Loki is running away from Mobius and the TBA, uh, TVA. It's a wonderful and, shot. 
Oh, it's the so, shot of him running away is fantastic. The cinematography in this episode, the, the music, the it, it's it's a step above what we've seen the last like year and a half, in well, my opinion. Yeah, I haven't seen much in the last year and a yeah. half. I remember that ridiculous spinning shot they loved in Loki. <laughs> they even oh, used it on the recap. Great. I was like, guys, come <laughs> on. And uh, Loki gets surrounded, and he's confused, and he's trying to get Mobius to remember who he is. And Loki jumps off of uh, this. Uh, it's like a sort of lifted uh walkway onto a flying truck this is a total causes... this is a total hayden christensen as anakin skywalker move that's what I this is uh, i reached for attack of the clones the other day and oh it is literally oh i was just it's that soon i was just waiting for i got a bad feeling about this i was it was it was that it was that close <laughs> i was on like the move. oh i was like i was waiting for something i hate it when he does that you know what it was just one of those <laughs> yeah. i was i was like all right I, I guess you own the property but it's pretty blatant what you're doing here they, they crash into a Kang statue. The truck crashes into another room, which is being cleaned by Casey, who uh, he was in. Uh, it was the good place as um, Manny Jacinto's uh, friend, Donkey Dave, I think. Oh, really? But, was, uh, was he in series one or was it just a reference? He was in series one. Okay. He's like, he's the guy in the first episode. If if you, you could remember, because it was so long ago, that uh, he's polishing a load of infinity stones. And Loki's like, what what, what the hell are these? Oh, like, oh yeah, yeah, they're yeah. paperweights. Here, here they're yeah, paperweights. So that's that's right, yeah. And uh, an orb crashes onto the floor and causes a crack. This will be a helpful tool for later. And Casey also doesn't remember Loki, but he says to the TVA that they found the intruder. But before anything can happen, Loki glitches and uh, appears in the same location, and there's still Casey, but he recognizes him this time. The lighting's changed, and Loki tries to warn Casey about what's happening, and he notices the crack from the uh, the orb screen, and he says, has this always been there? And it's been there as long as Casey can remember, so it means that Loki was in the past, he realizes. Because he caused the crack when, he cr yeah. when the orb crashed on the... Yeah. And Casey then says that Mobius and B-15... Uh, might be somewhere and goes to take Loki, but when he turns back to get Loki, Loki's been through, pulled through time again. And that's our opening credits. And then we go back to Mobius and B-15, but it's a different Mobius and B-15. Uh, and they're repeating the same lines from the end of the final episode where they go like, saying, what's up with all of these branching timelines, this and that. And uh, turns out, it's too, the this is what I, I will say I find this kind of clever and someone said it's a cop out but I think it's really smart which is essentially what we thought was the same scene is two separate scenes being linked from different times so when Loki appeared in the final episode and said hey this is going on he's in the past that was but doesn't a different realize scene it. yeah a different yeah. scene than what we saw in a, immediately like a preceding it yeah. yeah which I thought was really clever I'm and, okay uh, with it yeah yeah I found a, a more a more interesting twist than just we need to like reestablish that mobius remember because i was going oh, i don't want to have to go through probably like two episodes of mobius and trying to remember and the, this i prefer anyway uh b15 tells mobius that everyone needs to learn the truth that you know their gods are, are fake and the tva is 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 a lie and they actually have lives on the timeline and uh mobius wonders how people react to that because their life is a lie and casey appears finds the two and uh, brings them up to speed about Loki's uh, time jumping. And then someone called X5 appears. I've never seen this man in my life, but apparently he was a big part of season one. Was it? I'm going to take someone's word for that. All right. uh, but he's judging Mobius's love of jet skis and Mobius drops some uh, major jet ski law. The only one of them is called a jet ski because it's a brand like Kleenex. Cool. And ping pong. 
Yeah. And they say that Renslayer, the uh, the head of uh, of uh, last season, has a, gone missing. A name I could not have told you I remembered. <laughs> I, I barely remembered the character. I think. Barely yeah. remember the character, but the name gone. I'm sure she'll have like a major. Well, oh sure. Yeah, they, obviously she'll have a major appearance later. I'm I'm certain because of name drops here. But for now, sure. Yep, she's gone missing. And the judges that even there's an even higher authority than Ren Slayer and the Timekeepers now. I uh, want to see B15 and Mobius in the War Room, and uh, they go in an elevator. And right as uh, the door shut, uh, Loki appears, just missing them uh, from his time slip. And Casey tells Loki where to go, so he chases after them. And the camera pans and shows all of the branching timelines slowly going red, and. Uh, Mobius and B-15, they're on their way. Loki breaks through for a second again, but they don't see him, but kind of hear him for a moment. And uh, the guy who pruned Mo uh, Mobius because he got sent to... Oh, yeah, there was an episode where they had, like, a hellish landscape, which had... Uh, oh, God, I can't remember his name. My brain is just saying, the bad guy from Star Wars 9. Uh, he was also Doctor Who. You know who I mean. Old man Loki. I'm gonna Steven oh. something. Yeah. Wait, um, 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 um. Oh, yeah, I see the ears turning. Yeah. I'm gonna just quickly type old man Loki because that's really bothering me. I've I've always done this with this with this poor guy. Old man Loki. Actor. We're on the fly here. Richard E. Grant. That's Where it. the hell I got Steven from, I'll never know. Yeah, I knew it wasn't Steven. Um, I knew I, I knew there yeah. was a letter in there, and I was like, what is it? He was a Doctor Who for like three minutes before they went, actually, we're rebooting Doctor Who in 2005. Poor guy. Anyway, there was that place. Uh, Mobius got sent there because he defied the TVA and the guy who pruned him feels really guilty and awkward about it. And uh, they... Seems like everybody got over it real quick, though. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you were just following orders. You had to do it. And I have no idea if he was being genuine or snide, but either way, I'm with him. Yeah. Anyway, Loki appears in the same place, but in a different time, long, long before, and it's the war room, and it's full of Kang's face, or he who remains is. Yeah. It's just lots of Jonathan Majors in different positions, and uh, the, it's the same room, so they both have a tape player, and the War Council are listening to Loki's speech in, like, episode four or something, when they discover the TV is a lie, and uh, Mobius and B-15 enter, and the head of one of the lizard robots, the timekeepers, is on the table. And uh, one of the major they don't really have names. One of them's called like Socks or something, I think. Uh, but she says the uh, the timelines are branching past red, and red means bad. So we then go back to Loki. And something that I did really like, especially with the way this was shot and edited, was we move into the same exact frame and just cut. And they just appear, and I thought that was was a neat way of just showing the pre like passage of time through these two different realities because it's also color. One's very blue and somber, yeah. and the other's not like warm, but it's it's somewhat well lit, but still you can you can tell that time has passed. At least like things have aged. And uh, Loki sees the same tape recorder, but instead of playing Loki's little speech because that's not happened yet, he hears. Kang, or a Kang, or a he who remains. I'm just gonna say Kang. It's easier. And he's talking yes, to, okay. uh, yeah, he's talking to Renslayer, and he says that she's made a difference in his war, and uh, 
being on his team and brings up the the line that the TVA seem to always bring up, which is for for us, for all time, always. Mm-hmm. And then we go back to the duo with the council, and they confirm that Renslayer had a variant on the timeline, which is how they knew everything was a was a lie. And B15 says that every single person in the TVA is on the timeline, and the timeline has branched, but nothing's gone too wrong. And X5 says, well, there's robot heads and we, everything we know is a lie. But that's denounced by B-15 saying the TVA aren't actually protecting this sacred timeline, but they're destroying and committing atrocities and killing innocent lives. Because if you don't remember or you need just like a little bit or you didn't catch it in the first season, they have a thing called pruning, prune sticks, prune bombs, which essentially erases reality from around uh, anything they have to stop a branching timeline which essentially destroys trillions if not infinitesimal lives forever because you know reality is an ongoing thing so that's billions trillions however many many illions of lives always being killed by these people for a faceless entity so the council argue about what in what isn't protocol and the judge says that for the first time in her entire life, every time in her life before, she gave the same verdict of guilty because the timekeepers deemed it so. But they were never real, so she can do it now. And B-15 says that they can't prune the timelines anymore because it will just kill more people. So the judge says the timelines stop being pruned, and right as that gets announced, Loki bursts in again, scaring everyone in his weird, awful, body-morphing time-skipping. And he begs Mobius to recognize him, and it gets everyone screaming and shouting, and someone threatens to prune another guy. It's all kicking off. And, uh, you know, Loki brings everyone up to speed about He Who Remains by pruning the cover of the wall, which magically reveals that they've not changed anything, and it's still his face, which was neat. And Loki's terrified, and Tom Hiddleston kind of carries most of this episode and how he feels, because... I haven't seen Ant-Man. Every clip I've seen of Ant-Man, I don't really care about Kang that much. I've seen he doesn't, it. Yeah, like, the way the film at least portrays him, it seems to be a bit eh. But this time, I'm still going, oh, this is, this is a menace. His best version so far has been yeah. uh, has been Loki. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can I can imagine that. Because it's also, Tom. because bouncing off Tom Hiddleston, he gets fear. Because he he's playing hundred percent serious in Ant Man. I'm assuming they were very quick. It's just the tonal, yeah. I mean, there is a yeah. bit where he kind of turns into into, but then it's also schlocky. It turns into I've got your daughter. Like it's uh, just so bad. It's right. Um, as opposed to, I mean, the thing about Loki is because it's a television series on your own network and you don't have to worry about time, like they just let a monologue for like eighteen minutes. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that last episode was so good. You know what I'm I'm I am thankful for is a big thing that we've we've said it was kind of your catchphrase when we did uh not just Marvel but also uh Obi-Wan as well. You haven't got time for you that. Haven't you got haven't got time enough time for this. Yeah. And because of everything cuz there's there's now a big upheaval. Marvel's got a lot to deal with. There's a uh there's a strike in the visual effects department because you know uh, every every visual effects department hates working for Marvel currently. Same with Warner Brothers in DC to be fair. But Marvel, because of how much they have to do, uh, Star Wars is fine because they've got ILM and ILM are their own VFX sales. Right. Uh, but there's a strike within uh, Marvel for their VFX artists. They've, they've gone, 
we're not making another Marvel until you pay us more or like give us more time because this is extremely like, it's like 19 hour work days for some. So that's changing. But just the writers rooms are changing, which means that the six episode series is, is going to finally die, which means we either get more time for shows or no padding, which is bloody thankful, which is great. So I feel like we're being asked to make an impossible choice. We don't know for sure which if it's going to be a good thing or not. I don't know. Either way, like I, it's great they're going to get. It's it's great if they get paid. It's great, you know. That's that's what that's what we want. We want we want the people who make the stuff to get a bigger portion of the pie. Whether it's writers, visual effect artists, we just want everybody. You know, let's have the people actually doing the art get paid for it. That's yeah. kind of. That's kinda I'm me. happy to wait a bit longer. I, I said it's the same with video games. I'm happy to wait yeah. a bit longer if it just means there isn't isn't enough. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Just whenever we we release something, have it be good. I'm at that exactly. age. I'm at that age now. <laughs> yeah. So Loki's terrified, and he says, "This is the man who's stolen your lives, and he's coming back." Well, actually, and, if I can, it's really interesting. Yeah. They've built something over it. Like at one point, it was blatant yeah. in the past, and they're hiding it, which suggests at some point in the past of the TVA's past, which is an interesting concept. Yeah, um, there was a decision to hide all these elements. Mm. And why doesn't anybody remember it being hidden? Why is it hidden just behind these walls? Why has it been papered over? What's occurred in their internal timeline that none of them remember, but obviously happened? And, I'm hoping to find out oh, it, in it, this it, season. Yeah. It better be something, because just to remove yeah. it and go, that's what you're hiding from. Okay, why? You know, uh, Casey says that's been there as long as I remember. Well, he, mm. he should remember, because we see it later in the episode. This sort of yeah. back memory that can be created by 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 Loki, um, what was it called time jumping? Uh, I wrote it down later. I know time fading, something like that. Uh, yeah, something like that. But time time skipping. Let's say that. Sure. But time slipping. There we go. That's slipping. That's Oops. it. All yeah. right, to wrap around it, slip a. Um, <laughs> so uh, as a result, though, other characters get their memories sort of updated in real time. Why mm. doesn't Casey remember Loki crashing rather than it's been there as long as I can remember to? Yeah, I remember. Oh, it was you. You're the one who crashed. We can get that because it wasn't there we, as long as he can remember. A, he should remember a time yeah. before the crack. There is an explanation. Uh, Loki says later, and I'm, I'm jumping ahead, but it's easier here. Uh, the he who remains or whoever has been remove has yeah. like been purging memories so so uh, i need to see yeah. what this is yeah as far as i'm because it's throughout different times we see the past we see the future at some point uh from what i'm assuming and the story like that they seem to be intending to tell is uh the in the uh final episode right at the end when we think it's the current reality but it's actually the old reality yeah the uh it still shows kang's statue b15 says why is he doing this? Which assumes because it's that they obviously know who Kang is, so he's done something so bad or something so that they they no longer uh, they can't have a single figure, which is why Mobius. So says therefore, that this this yeah. this three headed thing gets created yeah. as a. Uh, I have no memory of my memory being wiped, which yeah. I thought was a great line. Yeah, uh, but we then get brought up about Sylvie, which is uh, a Loki variant, uh, still different enough to to not officially be loki yeah the only uh, the only loki variant that's not loki in it yeah yeah or one, one of the because that that's the real it, it's it's a variant so it have rights too in this story but uh sylvie was going to kill he who remains but loki uh 
doesn't know where she is now because he pushed him through a time door and uh, a little thing happens with with the uh, the guy that was going to prune Loki and uh, the, the Scottish lady on the council. There's like a weird, weird thing going on there. Mm-hmm. And uh, she says that they need to know where uh, Sylvie is and find her at any cost. And he's like, OK, I'll do that after that weird little intense cuddle thing. And uh, we go back to Loki and Mobius. That's, that's the only way that I can describe that the interaction. I've seen this episode twice, and I hated seeing that both times. Um, but Loki brings uh, Mobius up to speed about the final episode, like I know at the start. And uh, Loki regrets about how everything escalated so quickly. He just wanted more time. He wanted time to think, which is kind of like a... Wanting more time this episode seems to be a big uh, theme. And uh, we go to the man. He says, we got to the man at the end of time. And he made sense. And we thought it was about mm. freeing the timeline, but that brings more violence, more war, and more him. Maybe he was the devil. Maybe he wasn't. And then says, you know, Sylvie was convinced that he was, and they fought. Loki lost, which he says was a draw, but it wasn't. And it, Mobius says, it sounds like she kicked your ass. And uh, Loki says he again, he wanted more time. And Mobius just wants to know what it's all about. And Loki says it's about war. Yeah, I thought the uh, the who won the fight thing. It's an attempt to it's do that. It's an attempt thing, to do that yeah. Owen Wilson. Uh, and, and Tom Hiddleston's very good at comedy. He is. Yeah. It just felt tonally off, tonally off for this episode. Yeah. Uh, I thought they had a better chance to do comedy a little bit later. And it felt a bit yeah. more organic to do it later. Mm. Um. This is like who broke up with who? It was mutual, was it? Okay, uh, it just didn't feel like it met. Like we just went, we just went over the stakes of all of time, and then it was but like you did a funny. You you lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, yeah, that was just a bit a bit off for me. But yeah. but a quibble, a quibble. And Loki says that it's all about he who remains because the TVA is his kingdom and they're keeping uh, they're being kept safe by him. But he's wiped everyone's memory more than once i don't know how loki knows this but for the sake of uh like an extra episode i i, I guess in when he got kicked through the door he also got sent a manual maybe by by he who rebounds about how i wiped everyone's memory but loki knows somehow yeah and I'm sure w- we'll find out eventually if i was more dedicated to this i would have watched the uh <laughs> final episode of the first season and seeing if they covered any of this sort of stuff. Uh, I was they, not... they might have. I, I, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I haven't watched it since I saw it. Was, it. was it Multiverse of Madness? This was a really hard. I'll tell you what. This was a really hard season two to go. What happened again? I think I'd be better it's off talking about Moon Knight. Moon Knight went to some crazy places. But yeah. I don't remember Moon Knight. But I purged that from my memory. Yeah, we are. Uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mobius uh, wants more of an explanation on uh, Loki's magical appearance of him time slipping because it looks hideous and disgusting. The closest anyone uh, gets to is it's the, the glitching you see in the first Spider-Verse, uh, that weird body morphing thing, which everyone thought it was to do with. It's not. Thank God for that. Uh, I'll say this visually, it looks yeah. pretty good. It looks oh, it, it yeah. looks really uncomfortable. So, it well, looks so well played. Ugly. I love well that, played. Yeah. Because uh, it's the sound editing as well. It's this weird, like, pain screen, but also just glitching in general. It's, it's done really well. And they chose, like, fun times. There wasn't consistency, in it, but, I'm, but I'm here to say that that's good. Um, yeah. Sometimes we Time's went with Loki consistent. where he went. Yeah. And sometimes we stayed with with uh, Mobius when he did. Mm. And that was cool, too. So, uh, yeah, I was all right. Yeah. And uh, Loki says that he was in the past. He saw a past TVA. And Mobius says, 
but there is no past CVA. Time doesn't work like that. There, and then it happens again to prove it. And uh, his point's yeah. been proven. And uh, they discuss about if it looks painful, how it looks, and he says, "Oh no, it looks normal." And Loki assures it's normal. And we cut to uh, someone else in the the elevator that they've walked into, being absolutely terrified at what they saw. Which they got a little chuckle because they didn't say anything, which was nice. They they just had to have a look. And uh, Mobius goes to call Miss Minutes, but Loki says you shouldn't trust her, and means we don't see Miss Miss Minutes, which is good because Tara Strong. Uh, like two days ago, the voice actress for Miss Minutes has got in deep trouble. Oh, really? Jeez. Yeah. So, uh, in case you're listening to this in the future or you're just not aware. Or not listening yeah, to it in the past, are they? Jeez. I don't know. Who knows? How, how, how on the nose are we getting with this series? Come on. Exactly. There is currently a, a, a major conflict with Palestine and Israel. Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah. 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 And Tyra Strong is a Jewish woman. But, however. While siding with has just gone into a very like 9-11 jingoistic I hate all Muslims rant on Twitter, which has cost uh, a, a, a lot to her credibility currently. Which is yeah, it's, it's, it's a shame. I'm on a Wikipedia page, folks. Uh, go wow. <laughs> this is this is like she she's been the she's been Harley Quinn. She's been See, uh, I the, told you Miss yeah. Minutes was a villain. Look at this. <laughs> But yeah, it, it's it's uh, it is what it is. I like that I get to bring up these fun little life events which affect oh, the show. This sort of stuff, it's like it's like Marvel was immune from this for so long. They did really well, and like DC was catching all this sort of flack. Yeah, and then there's a thing in fantasy football we talk about called regression to the mean, which basically means sooner or later everything averages back to the middle. <laughs> Wherever your real skill ability is, you yeah. might have some good luck, you might have some bad luck, but eventually, if enough time happens, we find out what you really are like. And so it's like, is Marvel just hiring the best human beings? I'd suggest we're regressing to the mean, <laughs> is what's happening here. I want to say Star Wars has got pretty lucky. I think Gina Carano was the well, biggest. I was say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was the biggest controversy there's been so far. Um, which is ah, damn thankful. Jake Lloyd. Like it was years later, yeah. but Jake Lloyd. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but all, all the, the the elephants in the room aside, uh, Loki says that Miss Minutes is working for He Who Remains, so they need to do this secretly. And Mobius says that they need to go to repairs and advancement to get Loki fixed. And uh, we get more He Who Remains uh, scary talk. And Loki suggests the reason that he was able to go to the past originally was because he was given He Who Remains tempad, which is the little device which creates the doors that you can enter and go through in any time. So maybe because it's his and he is in control of everything, he can go to realities in the TVA that the TVA don't know about. Anyway, Mobius has no memory of having his memory wiped, and we're in repairs and advancement. And look who it is! It's Kehu Kwan, who, if you've listened to the podcast for a bit, you, we uh, had a whole episode where he was one of the main characters in... Uh, Oh no, what's it called? Everything, everywhere, all at once. Thank you. My brain went a million ways to die in the West. To me, he'll always be short round. You know short what I mean? Like, Goonies. What a yeah. likable. He was what a, a like for a long time. He was a, yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. a likable guy. He is, I, he's the sweetest guy. I couldn't be happier that uh, he's having a career renaissance yeah. research. I mean, Oscar winner, a 
Academy Oscar Award winner. Oscar okay, Hugh Kwan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I uh, couldn't be happier to uh, to see him. And this is where tonally that humor I was looking for was kind of able to, it's really to manifest itself. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this is Obi, or Aurora, uh, Aurora Boris is his full name, but uh, he's called Obi by Mobius because uh, apparently he did call him obi once yeah yeah and they're great friends uh because obi remembers mobius but mobius sure as shit does doesn't because you know they saw each other pretty recently when was it was that but 300 to 400 years ago when mobius came to the floor by accident you know he hung around for no you left immediately uh he says and he's not got anyone in so- uh his, his department either that's the last person he ever saw he doesn't sleep. Yeah. yeah do we think? Years. Do we think that Mobius doesn't remember him because he's just like busy, arrogant, whatever the case might be, or does he not remember him because everybody else has been pruned except for him? Not pruned, but everybody else has been reset except for yeah. him. I see. I prefer this second one. Yeah, me too. It's like- a much. It's a much more interesting story. It's a much more interesting story, and it may, and also it doesn't make Mobius sound like an arsehole. There's that, yeah, and it also yeah. means that that Ob will have a bigger part in the story as we unfold yeah. it, so he can go away for a bit and then come back with 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 the smoking gun. Mm. Yeah, because also it seems like he's kind of forgotten because they they do mention later there is an area that Ob goes to which is looked over by Miss Minutes, and he only goes every two hundred years to like to calibrate or Look, something like to that To calibrate yeah so so essentially he is forgotten about mm. which is great for for us at loki and everyone involved which also then is like i don't know your little death star port your little yeah. tiny insignificant thing yeah we, we also get confirmation therefore like that if the last person he saw was was um Mobius. Mobius yeah. It means that yeah, for, we know he's been untouched. We know that we can account for his mm. last whereabouts. So he's he's man. If, if he ends up being the villain, oh jeez. I was I I was thinking. I thought about this a couple of months ago this when would, I announced him. This yeah. would be really clever because he's so likable and he's coming yeah. off his Oscar win where he was so likable there. And he comes across and he's like, yeah, this is exactly the kind of part you think he would play. And yeah. if they're just dialing it up, because at the end of the day, then what do we have? We have a guy that claims he knows Mobius. Mobius doesn't remember him at all. But we're like, oh, it's because Mobius is being an ass. And if this is just like he who remains hiding in hiding in in in, in an illusion or something like that or this is a manifestation of miss minutes or 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 whatever we're told he wrote oh i'm getting ahead of myself but he wrote the literally wrote the book on everything here this has the potential if 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 they went this way to be no one except for us we'll see it coming (laughs) this could be again because like if if they really want, they go, this is the Kang to be all Kangs, because there's clearly an even worse version. And as we've learned from Spider-Man and also Loki, you can look like anyone if you really, really want to. Yep. You could look like Tom Holland. You could look like Andrew Garfield. You could look like Tobey Maguire if you really want. But if oh, if he's the, I'm, I'm, I, I also believe he has the acting chops. He totally can. Oh, he does. Yeah. Yeah. But no one sees it because he's like, oh, look at him. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's short round. Look, I just did it. Right. Yeah. So absolutely. 
Uh, but he's, I, I've written, he's eccentric and sweet. I love him. Oh, and uh, he's just excited to be part of the team. And Loki disappears into the past. And Obi says, oh, it's time slipping. I've never seen time slipping before. And I can't fix it. And he says, you know, it's impossible. And Mo o Mobius says, you just saw it. And he says, okay, I'll have to rethink my entire reality for that. He, and he, then we go he, he goes, he goes, he goes, I don't know how to reconcile this. Yeah. <laughs> And we go back to the past, and uh, Loki is then with past OB, and he's like, hey, you're OB. And he's like, that's a really cool name. I might start using that, which I thought was great. And uh, he says, you're time slipping. And he says, that's impossible. You just saw it. This will be a hard thing for me to reconcile with. And um, I've never seen that before. Wait a minute. In the present, he says, there was this one time I saw your friend. So and reality shifting around now. This is interesting because it suggests there's no branching yeah. at the TVA. There's only one TVA, which I guess is important because we need to know that there's not an alternate version that's going to come popping through. But it does suggest, therefore, you can overwrite existence. You can go over and, mm -hmm. you know, this file already exists. Save over this file. Yes. So there we go. And it's a it's better. I prefer because it's kind of like this is someone said this is like Doctor Who. And I disagree to an extent because this is more zany sci-fi uh like fantasy than Doctor Who's time travel stuff. They're two very different This things. is like Doctor Who if there was no such thing as a fixed point ever. Yeah. yeah. This this is like because they basically go, here are some rules. We're also gonna break these rules. Let's not think they have a very meta discussion about it later it was, on. Which it, just was, goes, yeah. it was Doctor Who. They would have fixed it in episode two and then just, yeah. just said at the end, oh, by the way, we fixed it in episode two. You just didn't know it. I don't know when, when the 60th comes out. Sometime in November. I'm thinking about it a lot, but it probably won't be as convoluted as this. Who knows? Uh, but Loki asks past o OB, theoretically, because you said it can't happen. How do you remedy time slipping? And Obi in the past and present at the same time, because they've both been asked the same question, say, you need a temporal aura extractor. And past Obi makes one. And present Obi says, I don't have one. Wait a minute. Yes, I do. I love the way they do the time travel at this. It's so fun. Um, it reminds me of, uh, do you remember when we did the Big Bang, the, the series five finale? Uh, of what, Doctor Who? Yeah. Uh, I remember we the, did it. The Pandorica one. Yeah, I remember we did it. Yeah. So there's there's a way that they go, oh, we need to get this thing, or this thing needs to hibernate for however many years. We were just in Roman times. I'll t quickly go there, put it here. Now I'm back in tw uh, 2010. We've got it again. I love that. It's that right. kind of like really quick time travel, which kind of has rules, but kind of doesn't. It's Bill and Ted logic in it. Come on. Ah, it's fun. And, um, well, it's also the idea that, you know, when we did Bill and Ted face the music, which is a terrible, <laughs> terrible movie, <laughs> it's the idea that time is moving linearly in both places at the same time at the same rate. And we're running out of time. Yeah. No, no, you, you're not because it's in the past. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. There's no you can go back a, a year from now and do, like, they, they don't. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, the same rule. But this violates the same rule because it, it, it wouldn't be. Because they're experiencing it at the same time that we're experiencing it as viewers, which is better for viewer comprehension, but it doesn't make sense as far as the way time would work in reality. Although we do realize that TVA is not supposed to have a past and a future, but it does, so God knows. It runs in some linear, like, time revolves around the TVA. There is some linearity to it, which yeah. was surprising, yeah. Yeah. 
And um, Can we also say how weird it is that he always jumps to the same spots? There's, 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 there's only two yeah. moments in the entirety of a TVA timeline. Mo- Mobius is right now, and Mobius is like deep past, and he's never like jumping to like five years in the future, last Thursday, oh, Roman times. We, it's just two, we two, do two go spots. To, we do go to the future at the end uh, of this because we go. Uh, I'm I'm gonna let let's say like eight. The beginning is like I'm gonna say 800 years in the past right. of the TVA. Because that's the the big Kang statue, whatever. Yep. And then uh, he comes back into, let's say, like zero year. Okay. And then um, when we go to see uh, Obi, let's say he goes four hundred years prior to zero year instead of the eight hundred before. So there's been maybe a white. So what? So he's like minus twelve hundred. No, but I'm I'm just pinpointing like Loki as like this is our, our ground zero for where like we are currently. Yeah. So, so if we, we mark go, that as zero, yeah. yeah. Then we'll Kang go, statue we'll is is eight hundred BZ before zero. Yeah, before zero. And then the meeting with the meeting with OB. Let's say it's four hundred BZ. So all the stuff with with with. This is this is Loki and B. This is Loki and Ob by themselves. This is yeah. past Ob. So past this Ob. Is, this is past Ob. Past Ob is four hundred BZ. Yeah. Okay. Or got maybe it. he's eight hundred BZ and Kang statues four hundred BZ. But but basically we're we're jumping around. That's like, not the same timeline. Is what you're telling me. Yeah. Two different uh, okay. periods of time. All right. Fair enough. Because then later on we go. Well, it's I don't very know convenient. He keeps jumping back to that same spot in time. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Because. But it seems to be wherever you are, reality changes around you, but you don't change. Like you don't. It's not like I don't know. I I time slipped and magically instead of being in Norfolk, I'm in London. Or then I time slip into Cornwall. It's like right. Yeah, it's it's kind of video game logic of you go. You're gonna go in this pad and then you're gonna turn around and magically times change a little bit, kind of thing. Because uh, we go some some distance into the future near the end, and no one said when yet. But uh, Mobius is told he needs to go to the temporal loom so the extractor can pull Loki out of the time stream. And Mobius says, so I got to go to the temporal loom so the extractor can pull Loki out of the time stream. And Obi says, yes, you need to go to the temporal loom. So the extra, you know, we're just getting every, all, all the rules. This is like our meta thing. So we repeat it a couple times and that's our rules. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? We got some crazy lore for you. Here it is. Yeah. And they have to be quick because the person who uses the extractor will get their skin peeled off. Which they kept a, coming back yeah. to. Yeah, it's a time field and eventually it will age you and you'll age so much your skin falls off. Uh, but Loki, meanwhile, has to prove him, prune himself uh, from every reality at once. So uh, he's ripped from the time stream into the present. And if it doesn't work, Loki will have the feeling of falling into a black hole full of spaghetti. Well, he turns into spaghetti. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, is Mobius ready to have his skin peeled off? Is Loki ready to become non-reality soup? And they argue over which is worse. And uh, Obi says, that, oh, these lights are flickering. And uh, Mobius says, oh, yeah, the uh, the TVA is having power surges. And that freaks Obi the hell out. Yeah. And yeah, on the way, uh, they're doing walk-in. He throws a manual that he uh, th- that he wrote because he knows everything about it. He wrote the TVA manual, and he says that the branching timelines are overloading the temporal loom and dragging Loki from time. 
So a piece of the extractor falls off because funny joke and all the lights burst and they arrive at some big red doors and everyone says this is a homage to X-Men the movie. No, it's just a door that opens. That's it. I'm like, not everything is, is a link. Um, and I think online fan and these, not everything is a link. Some things are just in their own, own thing. This is just a door opening. Okay. Um, Sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. Sigmund yeah. Freud. Uh, so we have a group, which is uh, Moby, Loki, Obi, B-15, she ruined the rhyme. So she appeared in the previous scene as they were walking. And uh, Obi tells them that this is the room that is the heart of the TVA. And it refines raw time into physical timelines. And it was never made to construct so many branches, which is causing it to overload. And uh, he says, yeah, this will be a disaster if it doesn't work. And uh, this is when Obi tells us that Miss Minutes took control of everything and he just did the diagnostics every 200 years. Oops. So Obi says they need to branch, uh, prune the branches and B-15 says we can't because that'll kill people. So maybe this is another hint to, the, to your little Kang theory or he who remains because he's wanting to make it one straight timeline kind of thing. Mm. Oh, yeah. And uh, this is now or never to resync Loki, but it isn't now, just for a little bit. And uh, Obi gives Loki a device which will tell him when Mobius is in position. It will turn green when it's ready to prune. They have an hour. Something hits the window. Never mind, five minutes. And X Five appears again and says, "This is this is the name." Docs and their crew are going to go after Sylvie. And uh, B-15 goes in Loki's place to find Sylvie so he can be resynced. So uh, B-15 is now gone. So it's just Obi, Moby, Loki. And uh, now uh, Loki gets uh, ready to prune himself, but he time slips one more time and drops his prune stick. And now he's on limited time to try and find the new one because he's in the past temporal loom. And Loki sees that it's all bad. Uh Alarms are blaring, but it's not the past, actually. It's the future. Mm -hmm. And uh, we go back to uh, Obi and Mobius, and Obi's suiting Mobius up for his temporal suit to prevent him from aging away and his skin peeling, but it only protects for so long. Also, there's a crack in the helmet, so uh, that'd be fixed with duct tape. Duct tape. Uh, Mobius uh, prepares to hoof it, he says, and uh, Loki will have enough time, hopefully, to prune himself in return. I, this is a it's a really gorgeous scene uh, like the lighting the just the the way that we see you know the reality around him and this eye of the time because it's it's literally unweaving and reweaving like really golden and the music's great here and we go back to loki who's trying to find a time stick but the office is barren and uh, he runs past what i'm assuming is a version of himself twice and misses it both times mm -hmm. and uh mobius is still preparing the extractor cannon and uh, loki is now running out of time and every branch uh that loki passes on the screen is now red with flashing images and the alarms blaring people are running about scared so i'm assuming this will be this will be all confirmed in like our final episode and uh Loki watches as the power's failing beyond belief, the clock grows green, and he's realized that he and Mobius will die and run out of time. And then a phone rings. And Obi gets prepared to uh, shut the blast doors, 
or else everyone will die in the TVA included, because then reality will seep in and rip apart that, and that's the end of everything. Mobius, however, wants more time. We need more time. But Obi doesn't give him any more time, begins to shut the blast doors, and they slowly begin to shut, so we're now on, like, ten. And he even, he's like, five, four, three, three, mm -hmm. three, like, to try, to still try and give them some time. And uh, Loki's trying to follow the sound of the ringing from the phone, but then an elevator door opens, and Sylvie appears, happy to see him, and says, Ah, oh, there you are! And before Loki can react, someone prunes him, and sends him back just in time for Mobius to rescue him, and they bring him back uh, behind the blast doors, the two crash behind them for safety, and Loki says they need to find Sylvie. And meanwhile, we then go to B-15, because a bunch of TVA agents are entering the single time door with pruning bombs and prune sticks to find and kill Sylvie, and they're concerned saying this is all to stop Sylvie, and they don't actually buy it. And then the lights flicker one more time, credits, but there's a post-credit scene! I don't know if you stuck around for that. I did stick around for that. I did, it's, I, did, um, I did. Um, I'm 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 done on what I'm really craving a McDonald's right now. Yeah. Because we see Sylvie, I'm assuming right after she killed He Who Remains, she's in nineteen eighties Southern somewhere. And uh we see a McDonald's in a very nineteen eighties era. There's like that weird ugly tree that everyone had uh like plastered on the wall, and she looks at it and she's amazed. And we have the most southern guy to southern ever saying, Welcome to, to Mac now, what can I get you? And she's Well in Oklahoma, I think it was. Something like that. And she's in awe of everything and she says she wants to try everything. She sees happy couples. This is the first time that there's been something that's also the first time in her life I'm realizing as I say this is um that isn't an apocalyptic area because the one way that she was able to escape the TVA was going to these terrible places. Was, yeah, yeah, because they were already branching and they couldn't yeah, they couldn't branch more. So this is the first bit of contentment she feels, and she says she wants to try everything. And uh, this this is the end. She's loving it. <laughs> I was um I was looking forward to when we did this because I I plan for us probably next week to to eat a Mackey's because I don't know if you've noticed, but there was this ad campaign. Uh, I think Loki was supposed to come out in June originally. Okay. Because um, in June, there was an ad campaign all about Loki. Okay. McDonald's had this thing, at least in America and Australia, where uh, they had these bags. And it was like, the McDonald's bag featured in this film, in this show, in this anime, in this, and also soon in Loki season two. Oh, Get go. your sweet and sour Loki sauce uh, and all this. So I think... Maybe this was originally supposed to come out in the summer, and I they had the ad campaign for that. On a so. side note, I did notice a sprite machine at the TVA, <laughs> a dated sprite machine. I don't know. I forget if it was an OB's little office or if it was somewhere. There was like that's a sprite machine, like vending machine. What a strange choice. But of course, Sprite and Coke are heavily, heavily um, uh, linked with, with McDonald's. Yeah. So it wouldn't be surprised me if there was some sort of a. They got some big old corporate partners. They're going to have, um, oh God, uh, Michael Keaton appear to reprise his role as the founder in there The we Founder. Are. Ray yeah, there, there we go. I, Ray Kroc. Shows up. There we are. But that was, that was episode one. I didn't say the title of the episode. It's called Aurora Boris. OB. OB. So, 
general thoughts first before we jump into a little end game preamble oh um man i felt like i felt like loki i was like what is going on as i got ripped throughout um it was all right uh you had to go okay here's the problem and we're just the first episode resetting things to normal that's just generally what we got to do we wrote ourselves into a corner we got to fix it and most of this is just fixing it okay we created yeah. this MacGuffin, you know MacGuffin it right and then uh we went from there to okay how do we write ourselves out of it okay we, we, we do this thing and we got a little bit of new lore as, as, as a part of it we teased sylvie so people go okay sylvie's still there and i did notice she had second billing when when the credits hit so i was like all right there we go um and then um yes we have that we we introduced this new character and outside of that you just get the band back together that's kind of yeah. that's kind of where we're at and where are we going from here where well, the story really starts properly next episode but we're just getting our chess pieces all in the you know they're all the side of the board ready for another game ready for another game all right and we'll go from there there's a few hints that things aren't what they should be but uh overall um yeah i'm okay i guess i'm just i'm just sort of recalibrated back to the world of loki is is, is what happened mm -hmm. this week uh there was a part during the big like i'm gonna go walk to a room and i'm gonna man i was bored there was a whole <laughs> sequence i'm like this is supposed to be the big actiony thing uh, like okay it's gonna happen it's gonna work the sylvie bit was, was 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 interesting i didn't pick up that he uh got pruned by someone i thought he pruned himself and i was like what amazing self-control he had to do that so there so there's now what i know about was a little bit of an added mystery to yeah. um to to that you've given me an enigma which will get paid off and then i'll hopefully enjoy that or, or then again it might not get paid off who's monica rambo waiting for on top of that hill i don't know um so yeah i mean it was it was good it was just me i just feel like okay i'm gonna be less confused going into episode two that's about it mm. like this is sort of a this is a reset to, to the status quo especially like the 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 finale ended so shockingly i think i i haven't gone back and listened to but i if i remember correctly we were both like oh how the hell are we get like because everything's changed now and i can't wait to see how everything's changed and it kind of has and it kind of has and we've got a new branch of the tva that we didn't know before and we got a new character who maybe has some some more uh mysterious uh history that we'll find out and I'm really glad that my big concern for the last like two years, I don't want two or three episodes, half of the season to be Loki trying to like 51st dates Mobius to try and bring up to speed about who he is and what he's done. So that's nice. Yeah, that's good. And it, it brings an interesting concept, at least to the concept of the TVA of there is a past and there is a future and it can be altered if you so choose. And also... I was worried. I was worried I'd have to watch like Ant Man and all the other stuff for this, but this picks up nah, immediately after season one, and I'm I'm forever I'm thankful for that. That that that's just like a, a nice thing on it. it it's self contained at least. Oh, Ant Man sucks. <laughs> I I I've not touched it. I've watched like, three of them now, and they're all bad. Like the first two. Oh, I've not gone back and watched them. <sighs> they're they're stupid bad. little food. I think my, my issue has always, always been, I don't give a shit about Scott Lang as a character anyway. I He's love Paul Rudd. I love yeah, Paul I Rudd. He was one of the best parts of... Um was it was endgame was that the, the end game he's great yeah civil he's great war he's fantastic yeah, he's, in in. he's he's best playing off of people 
and he's not uh, he's not bad, he's but guy. you just don't know how to. Ant-Man's not a character you write a whole thing about. Like, a print gives you an advantage that film doesn't sometimes. Less is more. There's which, a reason it, which for should be the Ant-Man years. theme anyway. Less is more, right? So There's there a are. reason for 35 years Ant-Man didn't have his own comic book. Well, he there we go. A, he was a segment in Tales to Astonish for like 30 years. There we go. There we go. There it yeah. is. See? So uh, our regular thing, which is uh, favorite element or moment. Oh, you know what? I think it's the scene in the war room where Loki de- reveals the faces. I don't know why that was that was a really big one for me. The music's really strong there as well. Yeah, um, and his performance throughout. I guess yeah. I mean, I don't usually usually do that, but but his performance is 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 a. Uh, is is really strong throughout throughout the film, yeah. uh, throughout, film throughout throughout the episode, and he plays well. Off, I, mean, I just love him, and it's really weird to think he's going to have this kind of um, chemistry with a second person after uh, after Hemsworth. And uh, no, he and Owen Wilson are fantastic, as are he and the the woman whose name escapes me, who plays Sylvie. So, oh, I think it's Sophia Di Matteo. Matteo? Yeah. yeah, something like that. I'm on board for it. So Hiddleston's yeah. a fantastic actor. You can tell he's classically trained. Yeah, go Loki. There we are. There's my favorite part. <laughs> uh, I liked the 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 concept of the time slipping uh, between when like with the two different OBs as well because I think our discussion about oh maybe there's more to this because clearly he wasn't like memory erased. I think it was really clever to do it, and obviously it's playing fast and loose with the rules of the TVA, which is helping because this season is definitely going to be there the rules there are no rules kind of thing. So that yeah. w- that was a fun like. It was a bit of levity in what was a very serious episode for a good chunk of it. I also it, it helped helped me breathe. I also really appreciated the nineteen eighty two authentic McDonald's. Like I don't remember McDonald's <laughs> in eighty two, but I do remember McDonald's in like ninety one, and it wasn't that much different. The board looked exactly the same. I was hoping to see the prices, but I couldn't get. Uh, I, I it wouldn't focus properly or something. I don't know. I couldn't see it, but uh, I I think I needed that. I'm like, give me something. The fact that they even gave me any post credit, I was like, all right, that feels like. Like it's mm. especially with such a heavy heavy complicated the one thing i'm terrified about this is gonna get too smart for its own good or too complicated for its own good the um, steven moffat effect kind of thing yeah yeah yeah. putting yeah. this instead like putting a little end scene just like a mcdonald's and going ah this is okay this is comfortable okay it was, it was I, a I know nice what this is brevity. it's the first time i've i think it's like the first proper time we've seen her happy which then makes me go, yeah. Oh, no. and even the idea I want to experience everything. Like, how does yeah. this going up to a rest, going up to a tit till? How does this work? Yeah, amazing. Great. Wait till she has to figure out what money is. <laughs> Just saying. Um. So I guess it's our, our little grumble now, which could be a big grumble, depending. Oh, um, not a big grumble. It's that this is a hard. I guess mine would just be the fact that they need to calibrate. It's a hard yeah. series to, to sort of get back into groove with. Um, it, 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 I, I usually hate these previously on, but I think it needed about like five more minutes. I think I, yeah. I could have easily sat through a 10 minute. Here's let's remember series. One. No, let's properly remember it because we're mm. going to pull on some real subtle threads this week and you need to remember it. And I was like, I don't remember this. So uh, yeah, uh, I guess it would just be that. It, um 
I guess for the, for the casual, which, you know, you're, you're more of a diehard comic book guy. You're more of a, you've watched the episode twice. Me, I'm going to mm. watch it once. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. Joe Casual. I'm, I'm literally the guy who's given up on, on the MCU on TV, but going, I want to check out Loki. I like Loki. Play the hits. Loki's fun. Yeah. And I only uh, watched this twice because of the thing. I would, I yeah, would know yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. But, 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 but felt kind of out. Oh, it's, it's so, it's so good knowing I don't have to do anything but show up and just every now and then get thrown <laughs> to and give an opinion. Oh, it's wonderful. So, um, yeah so maybe i'm in a more positive mood as a result of this this is real this was really easy for me so yeah, yeah. um no it's just be that it was just a really hard one to slip to slip back into yeah i uh, it's the the term car is using the term car crash is is such a negative connotation but <laughs> jumping back into this um is was such a goddamn mess and i'm so glad that i watched it once before i wrote down the notes because i watched it on i watched it for we're recording this on the thursday so tomorrow a new episode of loki is going to come out but uh for 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 us we've not seen episode two uh just just to remember that for like a couple minutes but um i watched it first on the friday and then i watched it today to do my notes and i'm glad i did because I had a preconceived notion, remembered everything that happened in season one because of seeing the recap twice and just remembering this, this, and this, but also everything that has come from this episode. So I was able to go, cool, I know how to steer the boat now. Cool. But um, yeah, it was, it, 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 it is a hell, like I am, you are put straight in it, which I like, mm-hmm. but the context I need to continue to know where I'm going is needed to be there. But, we're now on an even, an even playing field, I guess, to go forward. This is like, I don't know, prelude, I guess. This is just our, let's go back to what we know. We know what's going on. Here up, like you said, the chess game has begun again, which is fine. Um, I think this is the first, this is the first Disney Plus show that's continued where it left off. So I guess I'm not used to that, which is fine. So... Uh, I guess it's our, our little ratings, our low-key, our low-key-pokey ratings. Hmm. I'm just a solid seven. Mm. It was good. I it, it turned off. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'll be back next week. I mean, even if I wasn't doing this, I'll. I was like, yeah, I'll watch it. I'll, I'll watch episode two. Yeah, yeah. All right. What do you got? I'm not. It was a very formulaic kind of okay. We're gonna rip them out of it. Th- okay, like we're not progressing with with the big storyline yet. It's a mini yeah. one episode narrative. Get them back in. We like I said, we're putting all our pieces back together. So I'm just ready for for where we're going from this. If I remember from series one, it was that there was such a wide variety of types of stories they did. They did that kind of a couple episodes where it felt like it was almost like an old Western. They did a couple yeah. episodes where there was one where they were like stranded in the city. And I'm like, Obi-Wan then came and ripped off the same concept for an episode. <laughs> and then there was the bits where they were like, uh, you know, Hey, we're hanging out with, Hey, look, did you see, did you see little mini Loki kind of going around there? Oh, look, it's look, it's, 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 it's the Loki, you know, suicide squad, if you will. It's frog Thor. You know, yeah, frog Thor. Thor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the Thanos, cop there you've looked at nine gag exactly it was like memes it was it was yeah. it was it was memes episode and then it was the, the, the funny then it was the one i hated and then it was a shakespearean yeah. drama at the end of it so and i was good, like yeah. what is going on so you know okay here's the tva i look forward to them getting 
out there from what i've seen from yeah. commercials at the super bowl and things like that they're gonna literally go places and i want oh i've not seen i've not seen i've seen i saw production photos from the mcdonald's in there oh is that That's, it i i i've tried to avoid so this i know what well, you yeah. yeah 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 I, I wasn't looking for it but they showed at the super bowl and yeah. i was like all right cool yeah. so i know a couple places they're going and I, look, and I look forward to it uh they're gonna go you know go out into the quote-unquote real world or at least some someone's real world and okay yeah i'm 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 ready to get to get out of the tva theoretically and then yeah. obviously as usual i would imagine come back at some point towards the end of the season yeah yeah maybe things will change even more and we go wow maybe uh i'm wow. going i like this episode a bit more i i think i the cinematography is, is the cinematography is great as well it's so good the music's right it's natalie holt who did the first season and she did obi-wan kenobi which i think was like one of my one of my uh, bigger positives of that of Obi Wan Kenobi was the music was really good, uh, along with John Williams, like one song he did for that. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's and I I really liked it. I thought it. it you fought with my thing. father. Yeah, and I also rescued you. They raw. <laughs> they ruined. Oh, okay. Back back to this. Back to this. <laughs> uh, but no, it's like it's it, it was fun. I'm I'm sort of I'm in the like I you said I'm in the setup for this. I'm I'm ready to see where it goes. This is my my main vested interest for like the Marvel stuff. So uh, we didn't do this before, but I think it's kind of, it, uh, we're in a better position to do it. Cause we know an, a bit more now predictions. Maybe where, where do you think we're going next episode? What do you think we might possibly get to? That's my big prediction for episode two. Who do they find her in episode two? Now nah, you want to keep my part for a bit longer. Mm uh episode two we're gonna i think before we find sylvie we're gonna find he who remember oh, is that gonna be already in episode two that's not gonna be Did, have, have they announced how many episodes are on is it six uh, it's, it's, it's six again yeah i think we got another oh so they gotta find they gotta do something they gotta find someone in episode yeah. two it's gotta be something the story's gotta progress uh, my big thing, episode two closes, he who remains gets screen time. Yeah. That's my big thing is we're going to find him in episode mm. two. We're not going to find Sylvie. She might be off on her own, but the, our heroes won't find Sylvie. Our heroes will find some version of he who remains. Oh, I was wrong. I did. There's one thing I've seen from Loki. That I, I'm assuming it's from this season. Uh, there's a post credit scene in Ant-Man 2, I remembered, uh, where it's. It's oh, Victor this is what Ti I've seen. This is what I've seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Victor, Victor Timely, uh, ye, ye old man hat going, I've got a thing to, and Loki like shits his pants and says to Mobius, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like old man magician or something like that. Yeah, on the it's, stage. it's one of the, it's like one of the, yeah, it wasn't the Super Bowl. Characters. I saw this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like this is like Pharaoh Rock. Huh? Yeah. Like, and I, I think, well, I, so I see Loki, uh, not Loki, he who remains or Sylvie. Um, I think because of that little clip, it's probably going to be Victor Timely Kang first, just for, for you know, yeah. oh, look who it is. And then the halfway point, I saw Ahsoka. There's a, there's a whole thing about Ahsoka. We, the, the primary part of Ahsoka was, we need to find this character. We found the character in episode four. So I'm assuming maybe we follow that same kind of thing. It'll be probably three before we see you gotta, it. I mean, we, we kind of always compare this in acts, don't we? Act one, act two, yeah. act three. Yeah. Uh, I think you find Sylvie at the start. Of, uh, so I think it's start, at the end of Act One, start of Act Two. You you yeah. you find he who remains, or at least there's there's a sprinkling of them. Kind of like we had the in Obi Wan, we had the first fight between Darth and Obi Wan. Yeah, right. Where where Obi Wan gets absolutely his ass handed to him. 
Yeah. But I think the start of Act Three, and about to start Act Three, is is the reunion with Sylvie because Sylvie was the Enigma in Series One. Okay, so we figured her out. It's actually Jim and Pam. Uh, let's keep them away from each other for a bit, uh, and then they can find each other and march together because together they are more powerful. And what is the why is everybody trying to hunt Sylvie? So this actually, if it's who finds her first, that's a great mm. storyline for a couple episodes. Unless they. Because unless they maybe the the meeting is like episode four or something, <laughs> maybe we start to see like uh, we see Sylvie's perspective without Loki. So then that mm-hmm. reunion feels like because, like you said, who's going to get Sylvie first? Maybe we're now follow it going. Oh, Loki's trying to find her, but also we know that he who remains might be as well. Therefore, every like Sylvie scene, we're going. So, so someone's coming well the question is are we going to be aligned to sylvie we weren't aligned yeah. to sylvie in this episode but now we've seen her at mcdonald's so maybe next episode mm. she's going to burger king <laughs> she's maybe, going we're just going to follow her she'll be yeah. a chick-fil-a in episode three <laughs> and we're just and we're just we're just, we're just go like that because yeah. yeah um and then at the end she uses her new knowledge of time to create tiktok videos where she ranks the best fast food restaurants in the 1980s that's what I'm going for. Um, I will realize that because we made predictions and because this is going to come out after episode two even airs, we're yeah. already proven right or wrong. Yeah. Which I don't know when this will come out. Maybe we do, do Marvel Mondays and do like a catch up at some point. But as far as this yeah, goes, I'm okay with doing a double. Thursday. Yeah. If we can yeah. figure it out at some point, do a double drop one day. That's fine by me. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Cool. So this has been returning, keeping it low key. I've been Ethan. And I've been Ian. And one thing, the final thing, make sure also, this isn't the final thing. The final thing's coming in a second. Timey wimey. We have Twitter, which is uh, BFE uh, pod. No, it's at BFE. best film ever pod. Series, at least some things are the same from series one. You still can't do this. No, I can't. <laughs> but we do have a Patreon. I don't, we didn't have a Patreon last time we did this. Are you serious? We Shut up. Yeah, it was 2021. We wow. didn't have a Patreon yet. Wow. Yeah, we have a Patreon. If you've just, if you've just been listening to uh, the Keeping It Low Keys and you've gone, I've missed these guys for two years, <laughs> two and a half years. I've missed these guys so much. But we've gone up in the world. We've got a Patreon now. Patreon. And it's uh, patreon.com forward slash uh bfe because we kept it simple for you got three tiers and we've actually got we got to, uh, when this releases uh this will be marvel monday so the, tomorrow which will be tuesday mm-hmm. we have an episode which will be uh the last samurai featuring one of our patrons because every patron got a vote and their film was picked yeah we did a lottery and uh so one of our bffs of the bfe actually wanted uh hermes oslander yeah. of the scuttlebutt podcast uh frequent visitor here on the bfe yeah. but looking forward to talking last samurai with him i think we're even going to have a little bonus segment with liam he's going to stop by and give his thoughts Fun. at some point after i've seen the film so there's no spoilers but we'll, we'll put that into one giant mega oomph of an episode <laughs> so thank you for listening to keeping it low key i've been ethan i've still been ian <laughs> we're going back and forth it's time again i was just in the past now in the future so because of that one final thing this is the final thing if your skin's being peeled off or you're going in a black hole full of spaghetti either way you're with us for all time and always we'll see you next time i don't have a i don't have a catchphrase for this <laughs> <It's fine. laughs>